Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom United Queendom is sponsored by Q-Bar who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q-Bar, Q-Club, Little Q and She-Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Hello, I'm Ed Dyson, podcaster, comedy writer and stay-at-home dad with no children. And I'm Sam Dowler, journalist, broadcaster and co-host with The Mo Host. And we host... United United Queendom! The number one British drag race podcast. Although our brand tends to be more number twos. Thanks for Tina turning us on. Now let's get on with the show already. No offence, Sam, but you are a heinous wretched cunt. And I don't, do not take that offensively, because you know I don't mean that as an insult. It doesn't come from a bad place, no offence, but, you know, we've all been saying no it about you. No offence, but your face smells, your bum stinks, and you look like a troll from hell. But no offence. What smells worse, my face or my bum? Be honest, I can um, take it. Well, can you tell the difference? I- ironically, your face smells like your bum, and your bum smells like the devil. I'm the only person who can have anal sex with my face, so I actually quite proud of it. I'm the only person That's who super has to do... Well done, babes. <laughs> Well, this got gross quickly. Um, should we rate this? I've got, a douche, I've got a douche. I've got a douche story quickly. Actually, my friend, my friend Ooh, was really good. pissed the other night, and um, and he got some shag to come round. Um, but um, he like took half an hour. He said, "Give me half an hour to douche," and the um, and then. But my friend, my friend, fell asleep in that in that half an hour, and he was like, oh, "Who takes half an hour to douche?" And then uh, the guy has blocked him now. <laughs> it sounds like he's blocked himself. But also, I also you you want to take a while to do. You want things to be properly, don't you? Done properly. Well, it takes a team of fifteen for me. The council get involved. It's hot. No, I'm joking. Um, they have well, to, thank you, you they, for... they, have, they, have, they have to use a fire hydrant for you, babes. <laughs> it looks like the. Oh, I was going to give a big spoiler. Then I'm not going to. But uh, Sam, have you seen the Batman yet? Uh, no. Oh my god, I fucking saw it yesterday. Sorry, it was Is it good? amazing. It's really scary. And it's like Seven, you know, the Kevin Spacey film from the 90s. Whoa, I love Seven. Obviously, it's not as quite as brutal because it's got a... I forget what the rating and not, is. And not, quite, and not quite as scary as, um, as Kevin Spacey either. Not the scariest role Kevin Spacey ever played, which was Kevin Spacey. <laughs> um, but it's really Robert Pattinson. And believe me, I was front of the queue of he should not be playing Batman. He was absolutely amazing. Probably the, the coolest Batman ever. I mean, my favourite really? so will like, always I be mean, Michael Keaton. Where you, but... Yeah, my favourite is Michael Keaton, as we know. But so, so you think he was better than the Christian Bale ones? Oh, 100%. I mean, the film is not as good as The Dark Knight, because uh, that's a classic, but it's a, the first half of this film is, like, some of the best Batman... Uh, what was I going to say? Footage. Some of the best Batman content you can <laughs> you could see. It has an amazing <laughs> opening. The Riddler is terrifying, and it's it's a really good film. The second half does get uh, have a few issues, but and it is yeah. a fucking long ass film. It's like yeah. three hours, and it was a. Sh- I'm not gonna lie, it was a struggle to sit through, much like some of our longer podcast episodes. But <laughs> sorry to be talking about this when we're talk- meant to be talking about Drag Race. But me and Sam, love can I Batman. ask you a question quickly? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. What is? I mean, and I have read something about this, and I'm really hoping it's not true. Do they um do they refer to Zoe? Selena Carla as Catwoman at any point. No. 
Oh, fuck's sake! Why? Same as Anne Hathaway. Yeah, well, I mean, this Batman, much like the Christopher Nolan trilogy, is rooted more in reality, so they don't bring in many sci-fi elements. Um, so they, for that reason, I think, they think that, like, the old school Penguin, the old school Catwoman are just not, even though they're so cool, they're not really believable as characters. And, like, Batman in this version is, like, considered, like, a complete freak. So I think they try mm. and keep, like, the Penguins are, I mean, Colin Farrell is, un, bear in mind, Colin Farrell is the man I'd most like to have sex with in the world. As the Penguin. So fit. I still would. But he is completely unrecognisable. He has, is he, do they call him the Penguin? Yes, he's Penguin. That's like his nickname, but he's like a mafia boss. All oh, right. Okay. And then there's the Riddler, who I didn't even know the Riddler was in this film. And then I knew Catwoman. And then there's another baddie, a bit similar, not similar, but you know, like Max Shrek is a baddie in Batman Returns. Yeah, not yeah. A oh my God. That's baddie. so good. I love Max Shrek in that film. Oh, I mean, this one's not as good as him, but they have like a big mafia boss and it's all about corruption and lies and very relevant mm. to today. There's some absolutely incredible cinematography, amazing soundtrack. Um, it's not sponsored as I just love Batman. And it's good to because I couldn't get on board with the whole Affleck Batman thing. And I love mm. the Christopher Nolan trilogy. Me and Sam obviously love the old classic Batmans and it's back mm. to being good again. And I'm just very happy about it. So sorry I had to get it off my chest. How did that even Thank come you. up? Oh, it was because I was because I was, was going to make a douching joke that referenced the Batman film, but then I realised it was actually a spoiler. So I'm not. <laughs> Sorry about that tangent. That tangerine. <laughs> tangerine tangents. Tangentia. <laughs> That's a good drag name, tangentia. Actually. Oh, it's a ten out of ten. And speaking of which, should we rate this episode? Yes, it's not a ten out of ten. Um, I'm going to give it. Um, now, I've watched it twice. I have to say, the first time I was a bit like, meh. Oh, I don't want to fucking hold sip, lip sync. But um, I've watched it again and actually really liked some of it. So I'm going to give it an eight. I'll go an eight as well. I really enjoyed it. I love lip sync Smackdown episodes. I do think there was no classic lip syncs in this one. But there, there were no, they weren't really stinkers either. But it was very exciting well, and suspenseful. I have to say, yeah, I think um, I have to quote Willow Pill um, when he's like, he was like, it's like watching sport, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it felt like. Sort of like you know, because there was there was a sense of um, ceremony about it, because or like and a sense of danger that I quite liked. I was a bit like, oh fucking hell, how many how many fucking times do we have to see Jasmine goddamn lip sync before they can get rid of her? Finally, they've lanced the boil. I know that is a bit of a relief, but Deja predicts that all seven would be sent home. But I love that she's just cracking up, cracking these jokes, and just no one's oh, laughing. Oh, she's brilliant in this episode. I have to say, she's really, she's really funny, and especially when she brings back no offense as well later on. But I know we'll get there. Yeah, she's she's saying Jasmine and um, George are getting ready to lip sync despite doing badly. No offense. So, do you hate no offense? Oh, that's Daya. Sorry, not Deja. Um, do I hate no offense? I've I can't. Yes, I, I do. I do. I mean, it is it is pointless because it is obviously you're about to do something offensive. No offense, right? Like, and I wouldn't say it's, I wouldn't say no offense to somebody's face. I've obviously used it before, but I wouldn't say it to someone's face because, like, you know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's a bit ridiculous. I mean, I use it as a joke sometimes. I'll be like, "Oh, so and so is a, a drunken mess." No offense to someone else, as in, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No <laughs> Sorry if you face. took that like, personally. <laughs> yeah, just as a knowing joke, but I never use it seriously because it's almost like. I also, I used to hate, I'm not being funny, but but now I actually do. Oh, God. I say it with irony, but you know when sometimes you say it ironically and then it starts just becoming part of your actual 
lexicon. Oh my god! Like, like I had that with babes. Like I was like, I'm never going to use babes ever. Like I remember somebody um, using it once. Like I think it was a date or something, and they were like, no, 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 babes. And I was like, ugh, I'm not going with you. you. Use babes all the time. So I started using it ironically, the same as lol, and then it just became part of my language. Yeah, me and my friends from uni. There was this girl who said, instead of drunk, she said wasted. And we thought it was ridiculous and started making fun of her. Um, 15 years later, we are still saying wasted and often <laughs> often without <laughs> laughing. So it's just the word we use. So you mock someone, <laughs> then you become language them. funny? <laughs> not being funny, but yes, it's funny. Um, Jasmine's very confident about her lip syncing. I'm not sure she should be. And I wrote that before I even knew what happened. Did you think she Way was... Way too confident. Well, also the thing is you're at a bit of a disadvantage if you've lip-synced already, because usually every drag queen has a couple of stunts they can mm. pull in a lip like, That's what I mean, and we've seen her do the same stunts, we've seen the same, like, like I mean, she's a good lip-synker, and she's, in fact, she's a great lip-synker on those times she did it, but, like, this is, you're going up against people that we've never seen what they can do, and also, we've seen your shtick, and your, and your facial expressions, and everything, like, I mean, even though she was pulling stuff out of the bag that was really impressive she still lost them because it wasn't she wasn't as engaging because we'd seen it before well yeah i mean i was already tired of jasmine's last two lip syncs really i didn't i thought she lost the one against george's and i thought the one where she kicked off her shoe i forgot who she was even against wasn't that great either so apart her first one against maddie was good but i mean i've already got bored of her lip syncing so i didn't think she was going to be bringing anything that exciting mm-hmm. um so they're all talking about what types of song they would want so if it was you in the Smackdown, Sam, what would you be hoping, what kind of songs would you be hoping came up? Um, well, I, I know we were discussing Janet Jackson earlier, but off, off air we are going to do a Janet Jackson special at some point for the Patreon. But um, What have we done like for you a, lately? Like, that. Like, okay. <laughs> like a Janet, like, <laughs> a, it's like, a, probably, like a, a Janet song where you can emote, but also like give it power, do you know what I mean? And do some fucking heavy moves, dance moves. Because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a dancer and I know we have done a lip sync smackdown at our live show, haven't we? We have to up to Ariana Grande. I would love to do to Nasty. I mean, I know it's been done on Drag Race a few oh my times, God, yeah, but that yeah. beat is everything, bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I would love something. I mean, I really love lip syncing, lip syncing to a big power ballad. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I know you love a power ballad as well. So something I do, I do, <laughs> <laughs> I do. Babes. You like a power ballad? That... You like a power bottom? You like? You just like power. As a power bottom, I do like a power ballad, yes. <laughs> You're a powder bottom. Um, <laughs> I also found Bosco's confidence a little bit... I don't know, I kind of admired it at the beginning. So I was like, she seemed a bit of a wild card, a bit of a, is she a Sasha Velour? She's going to turn out to be mm. amazing. She's like, I am not going home tonight. And I was like, well, it's kind of annoying, but at the same time, you do have to kind of almost have that... Yeah, you've got to be like, oh, I'm... You've got to be, oh, I'm a bit nervous, da, 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 da. like Willow Pill was so nervous. I mean, we're going to talk discuss Willow Pill, but um, I think, um, yeah. But like, it's they always have to be like, I'm going to beat her down, nah, 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 nah. but like, um, at the end of the day, it is what it is. I said what I said. I said what I said, and what I said was actually what I said. Um, Daya is shitting herself because she's lost two lip syncs and she knows she's it's not her strength. Mm. Um, and she thinks that Jasmine and Georgia shouldn't be allowed to redeem themselves with something they're good at. I quite agree with her, actually, I have to say. Like, I mean, I think, you know, I mean, she obviously, she's got, it's so weird. Like, I, I stand by, actually, this episode, what I said before about, you know, a bit, a bit Dyer and Jasmine are bumming because, um, 
she gets so annoyed by her, but then also was weirdly complimentary about her as well. I know they talk about like, oh, she's my sister, and like, you know, and I hate my sister, but blah, 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 blah. But um, there's something, in fact, there's something just generally weirdly sexual about Diabetti in general. Well, yeah, I mean, she wants to fuck everyone, doesn't she? But I mean, most gay men are like that. So it's more surprising that everyone isn't like this on Drag Race. So like, <laughs> Daya is acting the way most gay men do act. I mean, it's like the way that we act, Sam. So we can't well, maybe not, dra- maybe not drag queens. I mean, like all I, can, all I can see in my mind's eye is George just trying to hump that balloon going, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> <laughs> so they have it out about uh, Jasmine's like, why did you say no offence? And then... Um, I love that. A thing that... When they had this argument, what a lot of people said afterwards on Reddit, which I thought was a really good point, is Di is making a big deal of it's not fair, no one's going home, and mm. you guys are getting another chance. But Daya was sent home early on in the competition and got to come back. Mm-hmm. So really, yeah. if you've been a queen who's been given a second chance, which Daya has more than anyone else currently in the competition, really, you should, shouldn't be the one criticising any of these kind of stunts no, she the show wants, does. She doesn't want anyone to have um, multiple chances if it's not her. She can have multiple chances, but no one else. Well, it's very hypocritical. And a, a lot of the fans were saying, why did no one bring it up? And I thought, absolutely someone should have brought it up because I kind of forgot about it as well. I mean, this season's so long. Well, it's, was it's, three it's, years it's, ago. It's that, exactly. I was going to say, like, that happened in 1974. So, I mean, how, why are you supposed to remember that? And I didn't like Dyer saying, I didn't... I didn't know I was talking to a counsellor right now, which is basically like, <laughs> you're making a lot of sense, so I'm just going to make fun of you rather than actually respond. No offence. I, I love her bit. I love her bitchy look. She's like a fucking bitchy child, isn't she? No offence. She is. She is kind of making the season for me, though. I'm enjoying the drama, so I'm not going to complain. Mm, I am. Um, I love George just loving uh, the dynamic that's changed and now that her and Jasmine have all the power... Mm. So it's like good to see. Well, you think you do. You think well. I mean, George just kind of ends up being right. Jasmine, not so much. Um, what did you mm. think on the runway? RuPaul comes out in this red and white. Oh fur. my god, I live. She looked amazing. She looked so good. Massive hit. She really reminded me of someone. I can't think who it is. I don't want to say like Miranda Priestley, but I feel like there's a reference to this look. That was it, like Joan Collins or something like. Maybe, Elizabeth. but there was um, Joan Collins who this week revealed that she was assaulted by a hard bread roll in a um, <laughs> in a restaurant like earlier in the year. Thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers go with Joan Collins. I know, I saw that headline and I did consider clicking on it, but I thought, you know what, I feel like that's told me everything I need to know. I mean, did they catch the, <laughs> co- did oh, they no. catch the culprit? No, well, the funny thing is it was a boozed up woman who basically came up and told her how much she loved her and then tried to sit down with her. They said no. So she took umbrage with that and threw a bread roll at Joan. And Joan Collins never experienced bread before, so she didn't know what it was. She didn't know if it was a bomb, a grenade. <laughs> um, what if it knocked her wig off? Does she have a wig? Oh, yeah, she will have a wig. She's like 80 or something. I mean, she looks amazing for her age. I will give her that. I have sat through so She's many... 88. 88. Oh, Jesus Christ. I've sat through so many of her audience wids, and I have to say, they have been some of the most boring evenings of my entire life. What, I that, mean, as in you were there? For work, not for pleasure. But yeah, for, I think oh I've been God. to about three of them. And usually you do get a good story out of them, so it was worthwhile. But Jesus Christ, the boredom is palpable. Um, <laughs> Dull as dishwater, talking about her illustrious career of 100 years. I know, it's like a long, impressive career, but there, apart from uh, Dynasty, there aren't... I've got that right, I've Dynasty. 
There aren't any giant hits. No, you're right. And um, yeah, it's yeah. just all, uh, constantly being in, getting work, but none of it ever really being iconic. She's just there. Yeah, oh, she, she she was in. Um, there was a movie I went to go to the premiere of that was. Um, it was like her, not comeback, but it was star, starring her, and it was like a British comedy or something. And I have to say, it was dreadful, and she was dreadful in it. <laughs> I really felt you were going to say it was good, so that kind of took me by surprise. Um, so th- no. the queens come out in their lip sync outfits. I immediately thought Camden and Willow looked really good. Did anyone catch your eye? Well, no. I mean, it is like, um, I can't remember which one of it said, maybe it was George's, that, it, that it's, you know, these are these are sort of like acrobatic outfits. Like, I mean, there's no, that's why I thought there was, wouldn't be any point in us doing hit or shit because they oh, were there yeah, yeah, for yeah. function. They were there for functionality. So, I mean, nobody, nobody looked shit. No, nobody looked incredible apart from maybe, yeah, Lady Camden. And I actually think that Bosco looked lovely. I thought, um, I didn't think Dyer looked that good to be honest, but yeah, everyone looked uh, pretty good. And folks. Willow, there was something about Willow's outfit as well. That I just fucking loved. She just looked sort of like a, um, like a, like an eighties mum. I loved that wig. I loved, yeah. I thought it was kind of the best she'd looked in a way. Obviously, it wouldn't mm. be a gaggy runway, but it just was a cool yeah. look and probably helped her win the lip sync. Um, oh, so, definitely. So, Rue says, last week, your CUNT failed the test. One of you will sashay away forever. And thank God Deja got sent away from the stage because she actually did look awful, her outfit. But I guess she was <laughs> like, you, well... But the thing <laughs> is, like, what would be the... I don't know why she even bothered to do that much. She, all she did was come out on the runway and then go backstage. So I don't know why she just didn't just, like, literally have a crap wig on and some funny glasses. That's what I would have done. Or just come do, out not in do, drag, just in her sweatpants. That would have been amazing. Yeah, just be like, there's no point. There's no point, is there? I'm safe. So Rue is like, if ever there was a time to leave it all on the runway, tonight is the night. And it's all very dramatic, lights, drama, sound. So much drama. And I did think it was quite funny, though, how everybody... <laughs> Everybody said, including Lou, said, La La Perusa. They all said it really slowly because obviously it's a made up stupid word. And, <laughs> and, 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 and the amount of times they must have typed, La La Perusa. La 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 Perusa. They all had to be really measured by saying the nonsense. The child catcher, La La Perusa. <laughs> um, so they do this thing with the balls with the initials and the pit crew member Calix what kind of name is Calix <laughs> that's what David said he was like what stupid fucking gay made up name is Calix fucking Calix it sounds like some sort of like growth on your leg Calix <laughs> he is attractive though and he's picking balls and he was and he was in some lovely box underwear they're not sponsored we'd have to be nice anymore he was in some fine underwear so they, I, I kind of thought that the way they did it, in one way it was interesting because it meant that people could do strategies. But on the other hand, I think it was quite unfair because I think people who got to choose the songs actually had a massive advantage. Oh, big time. Well, it's, either, it's whether you think that choose, like Jasmine, for example, thought that being able to choose um, her opponent would be, you know, a... a a, a ploy and it was a ploy but then obviously we got the gag that it was it was actually this i don't know would you rather choose your opponent i.e basically you could choose someone who you thought would be weak or do you think it'd be better to choose the song whereby you could play to your strengths well i think i would have changed my answer before and after the episode because i think in the <laughs> in these episodes i don't think the show wants to lose a contestant that they think is doing very well and is mm. so i think that, um they will kind of edit it to make whoever they want to leave, leave. So I probably, if I was choosing, would choose the person I think 
the show most wants gone anyway. Yeah. Um, oh, I if, see, yeah. Because I think if someone picked Willow for against, say, Beyonce Radio and had beaten her, yeah. I still don't think they would send her home. So, hello, gold. Um, hello, golden uh, chocolate oh, bar. Oh, God, this fucking chocolate bar. So Jasmine Kennedy gets picked first and she gets to pick and she picks Diabetti, which does make sense because Daya is not the best lip syncer and also they have a bit of a feud and also Daya probably and it was quite funny though I liked that that was there was there was some shadiness to it and it, and it gave me it gave me pause I liked it so who would you have chosen if you were Jasmine um oh it could only be it could only have been Diabetti because she's like she'd literally just been rude to her in the um in the, yeah, i was gonna say in the diary room no she'd just been rude to her in the um in the workroom so um of course you're gonna and you know you're good or you think you're good at least and you think you can beat her so why not just get out of the way yeah um and i mean you would have thought that jasmine was gonna win uh but Daya gets to choose a song and she chooses aretha franklin respect mm. the choices are good idea respect Never Too Much by Luther Vandross, Don't Let Go by on, on Vogue, Love Don't Cost a Thing by J-Lo, and Beyonce Radio. Good mm-hmm. good songs on the whole. There's not really a weak one. Uh, which one I would you know, choose? I don't, really know, I don't really know radio, so I wouldn't have chosen that. Um, it's surprising because it was never a single, but I, it was one of my most played songs from that era, which was I Am Sasha Fierce. And it probably would have been quite a big hit. I think Beyonce fans do like it, and so it's nice to, for it to get this platform. Mm. I think maybe I would have done Never Too Much as well, actually, Luther Vandross. I think I would have done um, probably Respect, because, I mean, I can really, like, get mm. very soulful and very into that one. But I probably oh, yeah. could have done any of them. Probably the... <laughs> <laughs> All right, bitch. Pr- probably the one I would choose the least is Don't Let Go, because I think that's quite hard to... Because it's, it's quite slow, but also not really a ballad. Um, yeah, but it is quite, um, it is quite, um, like, powerful. Like, it's in, like, it's, like, you know, it's a forceful song. Well, so, I do um, think I would could, win with um... any of them. I just think that's the one I would win. The... <laughs> no, I'm joking. Can I tell... That's the one I think I would win slightly less with. Can I tell my shocking story about J-Lo? Oh, my God, yes. It's not a personal story, but I was listening to oh. a... Um, her remix of I'm Real the other day which I rarely listen to because I prefer the original and it's with Ja Rule and she, <laughs> she drops the n-word in the third Does verse she? yes this is still on Spotify's um, and I was like oh my god how did she get away with that and then I googled it and there was a whole reddit thread about how J-Lo Ja Rule wrote, wrote the song said he thought it was okay for J-Lo despite the fact she's not black to say the n-word in the song Right. The song went to number one with the N-word on. Wow. There was a controversy starting to brew. And then what happened? 9-11. Oh. And apparently the reason Jennifer Lopez still has a career is because the, the 9-11 took the heat off what would have been her cancellation moment. Can you believe wow. that? Wow. That's crazy. But she, I mean, if he had written it for her and said and told her to sing it, that's that's not. I mean, I don't think you, that's enough to get cancelled, is it? I don't. Well, I think J Lo back then wouldn't have got cancelled because a it was less of a talking point. I mean, the M word has always been off limits, really, during our lifetime. Mm. But I think back mm. then, and also J Lo, whilst not being black, is also not white. So I think there yeah. is a little bit more leeway in that world. But it's still quite shocking, especially with her voice because she's got quite a sweet 
Yeah. Almost sickly little voice to hear the end word. She wasn't from saying that. she wasn't saying papi. She was saying something quite different. She really was. Um, so that's my story. Um, so her cancellation don't cost a thing. Ex- well, it did exactly. It cost many lives. She oh, thanks God every day for nine eleven. She really does. Um, and Odd. was she behind it? That's what we have to ask ourselves. <laughs> um, for legal reasons, I'm going to point out that she probably was not. Um, yeah. So we get this lip sync to RESPCT. Um, I thought both of them were not good, but what did you think? Um, yeah, I thought Dyer was. I thought Dyer was better. It's all to do with like those little special moments, and we're gonna we'll get to that on the rest of them as well. But like, um, Dyer just had something about her in this, and th- well, this is this is what I mean about her being like because we've seen Jasmine do it so many times. Your eyes were drawn to the other one to see what they were gonna do because you kind of know what Jasmine's gonna do. So they sort of had an advantage, and she was. Um, you know, she had some funky moves and, I mean, I thought she looked atrocious, like a big giant freak. But um, <laughs> I thought, actually, she was pretty good in this one, yeah. No, I didn't think so. I mean, I thought that neither of them delivered the soul and essence of the song. I agree that Daya delivered it better than Jasmine. I mean, Jasmine, the, all her moves, her splits, had no place in this song. So, so uh, someone on Reddit said afterwards... Daya didn't win the lip sync, Jasmine lost it, which I thought was a good way of putting it. I thought that... Oh, that's a good way to put it, because it, cause it's true, really, because it wasn't, it wasn't down, like, all you needed to, all Daya needed to do was emote and, you know, and, and show that she knew the words. And at some point, I feel like Jasmine didn't know the words as well, and she was... I um, saw that, it, yeah. It was a bit, she was just a bit manic, and we've seen manic lip syncs before when everyone throws the kitchen sink at it, and it's literally everyone's like oh like it's almost too much that's actually quite gross to watch yeah she just missed the point of it Daya wasn't like a big steaming turd she she was serviceable but I don't think mm. she, I agree she won but I don't think also I really didn't like her blocking Jasmine on purpose I thought that was real bad sportsmanship so I did wonder if she should have lost for that alone really well she's a bit of a cunt well yeah and she's really big so it's like you can really block someone so it's like um so Daya Shantae's and may leave the stage and Jasmine has to continue lip syncing so that's gonna knock the wind out of her because she hasn't lost a lip sync yet so that must be like a bit of a gag and she was quite she was quite sweet in her um contrition I mean she was like you know she's gracious for sure she thought she'd she thought she was doing her over a proper and she was wrong well I wish she had really because I think Dyer probably deserved that loss um, mm. On a personal level. So, <laughs> um, yeah, Deja says she doesn't know who's going to win, but then Daya walks in and she's like, I feel like I slayed a giant. I was like, no, bitch, you were the giant. Um, so uh, the- <laughs> well, I mean, this is what I mean. She, she says some really weirdly complimentary things about Jasmine, like peppered with being rude. It's just so... It's such a weirdness. I swear something's going on, I swear. She's like me. She's someone who, like, normal people are nice to your face and bitch behind your back. I bitch to your face and then I'm nice about it behind your back. <laughs> and then if someone tells someone... No, no oh, offence. Oh, I had something really nice about you. I was like, no, I didn't. Don't tell them. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's exactly what David does. He's such a cunt in person sometimes. And then, like, and then someone will say to me, like, oh, my God, he said this, he said that. And I'm mean, like... Why can't you just say that to me? Yeah, keep it secret. Keep your cars close mm. to your chest. Um, mm, so Willow Pill is next and she chooses... Who would you think she should choose? 
Um, well, the thing is, like, with this one, I, I, there were a few moments in this episode where I felt kind of sorry for Bosco, because um, um, she's chosen twice, and in this scenario, obviously, like, she's good friends with Willow, but um, Willow has a tactic, and it's really important to Willow to do this. Like, she, she, she picks the person who she thinks will choose the song that she wants, because some of the other songs she just won't be able to do, and she says on the VT that that was the only song that she thought that she'd be able to smash. And um, and if and if Bosco was the only person that she thought would choose it, then, you know, good job. It was a really clever plan and it absolutely mm. worked. But mm-hmm. if Bosco had been smart, she would have been two steps ahead and thought, mm-hmm. what is Willow doing? And actually, because we end up seeing Bosco lip sync to one of these other songs, mm-hmm. which is... I forgot which one it is. Don't let go. She probably <laughs> yeah. would have... Actually, I think Willow would have beat her to that one. But, I mean... Yeah. If she picked an upbeat one, like Love Duck Costa thinks, she probably would have beaten Willow. So it just goes to show these yeah, choices. Yeah, because she could have shaken that moneymaker more than Willow could have done. Definitely. Um, that, that was my worry about this. That was my worry about this episode. That I, didn't, I didn't want Willow Pill to be shafted. And actually, this worked out quite well. Well, I have to admit, obviously I know this song. Everyone knows this song. I never knew it was Luther Vandross, to be honest. So, oh, it's I, a classic. Never too much, never too much. I just never knew who sung it. I mean, I only really know Luther Vandross from Dance With My Father. I'm not really familiar with his catalogue. And I know he did the well, best things in life for free. Well, I'm about... Yeah, exactly. With fucking Janet Jackson. I bet you don't remember that one. Oh, either, bitch, yeah. I remember that one. That was play- that gets played on the radio almost constantly, and rightly so, because it's a very feel-good song. Um, but what did oh, you make yeah. of this lip sync? I loved it. I loved it. I could not... I mean, I know I'm biased, um, but I, I know it's almost... We're almost getting to GGB levels here. Um, I just I just love Willow Pill, and uh, I couldn't take my eyes off her. She... Um, because there's this sort of fragility and vulnerability that when she... And she just has these great moves. And she does... She did, like, three or four moves that were really good. And she made Rue laugh. You could see it when she did, like, the little guitar and stuff. But, um, yeah, the hair, like you said, the wig was great. And she was just... Um, I thought she was just mesmerising. I totally agree. I actually thought this might, maybe was my favourite lip sync. Uh, solo yeah me too because Willow her moves weren't like very hard to do or anything but because they just had a certain style to them and she was in control of it Mm. and what she was doing Mm. was her own lane she stayed in it it was quirky it was engaging and like you I felt very mesmerised by it she she seemed like she was feeling the song and Bosco to me was a bit Mm. of a mess and I I thought Willow really it was sort of slapdash yeah um, and I was relieved. Yeah, I mean, she's the Bosco. Bosco was like, um, she, like, this is the thing, like, because um, it happens later on with Lady Camden, like, um, Willow goes into the song, like, and literally, yes. like, feels the music and the um, emotion within the song, even though, like, Never Too Much isn't exactly, like, you know, oh my God, massive ballad. But she was feeling the words, and Bosco was sort of, like, play acting. Like doing, and she said this was one of her karaoke classics, and you can sort of tell that because she was doing like a karaoke lip sync sort of thing, like without a lot of passion in it. So that's was the that was the. It problem. was very white. Let's just call it as it is. Um, so Willow won. There was no question. <laughs> and yeah, I did. I did feel sorry for Bosco because it felt like a lot of this episode she was kind of radiating 
misery and failure, which is not. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is not. <laughs> it was me- Merry Mismas with Bosco. <laughs> but to perk us up, next we have a three way, which is Angelia, Georges, and Lady Camden. So Georges gets to pick the song. They all think she's going to. I mean, it's quite racist, really. They all think she's going to pick J-Lo. Um, <laughs> I was going to say that. Bit racist, But she yeah. mm-hmm. gags them by choosing Radio, which I actually thought she was going to pick, because I thought, Georges is a good dancer. She's mm. going to pick the danciest one, which she did. Mm. So what did you make of this lip sync? It's quite a tough one to pick apart. This was my, le- it was my least favourite of the lip syncs, because it's just, I think three people doing it at once is too many. Um, you usually say that. You can't... <laughs> <laughs> oh, three at once. Normally, it's that's a slow night for you. Saturday afternoon, yeah. <laughs> uh, babes. Um, <laughs> one in the rear and two in each ear. Um, and basically, I just think it was yeah, just a bit messy. Um, you kind of only really watched Georges because she's a really good dancer, and um, the other two sort of like faded into the background a bit. But just wasn't. I don't think it's fair. To have a three-way lip sync because you just... Nobody nobody wins, do you know what I mean, really? Well, I definitely thought George just did win, but... Um, <laughs> what, you calling me a fucking liar? She was, she's always clean, controlled. she got good dance moves. I was surprised Camden... She obviously she obviously douches for more than half an hour, then. <laughs> um, I thought Camden was a little bit stiff. And Angeria, really, I thought, wasn't giving me much, to be honest. I was a bit surprised. I thought I thought she would give. Mm, yeah, and this 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 is what I mean. In this one, like Angeria and Lady Camden both go on to do really good performances. So in this one, they just it's the song. They're out of their comfort zone. Um, there's no like there's no real emotion to the song at all. I don't really well as I said, I didn't really know the song, so I guess that's that coloured it for me a little bit. But um, yeah, like George just sort of like wiped the floor with them really just by doing sexy George's moves. And Michelle insults them all by saying it's like seduction. I'm like, you don't have to be that rude, Michelle. <laughs> there was nothing seductive about that, the, Michelle. George's Chantes, of course. Um, so then we get Calix is picking another ball and it's Lady Camden. And I knew she was going to choose Bosco because at this point with the misery and failure radiating, it's like, just, just finish her <laughs> off. <laughs> Well, we've discussed this before. It's like, um, you know, blood in the water, isn't it? This has happened in many, Stop talking many about your other shows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, babes. That's my mud in the water, actually. Oh, you want to go? You want to go? <laughs> you want to go to the doctor if you've got blood in the water? <laughs> um, I just think, yeah, like it was, yeah, like we've said before, like once somebody starts emanating that, that sort of thing. It's like when they pick someone to say they should go home next. Do you know what I mean? Once it starts oh, off yeah. and a couple of people choose the one person, they all pile on. So it's like that. Um, so Bosco gets to choose the song. She chooses Don't Let Go, which does make sense because obviously Camden's a dancer. So you would pick the least dancey song. Mm. Camden gave me my quote. Oh, we stopped doing quote of the episode, didn't we? Oh, no, that was the se- for the Sex and the City Did one. We? Sorry, I'm getting confused. Oh, I see. Fuck you. <laughs> Again. So, but if we did do it, Lady Cannon said, I look like a giant neon pink skunk. I quite liked that. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry, the hedgehog's girlfriend. Exactly. Very that. Um, so uh, if it wasn't Willow, the best lip sync of this episode, it probably would be Lady this. Camden. Because uh, she really, and I think this is quite a hard song to lip sync to, and she just was sensual. She was really, lips. the lips were just very tight. Oh, yeah. And again, Bosco gave me just drunk white woman, really. Yeah, I mean, it was, 
<laughs> obviously, di- obviously, diabetes getting all sexual again, but um, saying I want she wants to top you, which is just kind of gross. But um, yeah, Lady Candle like really pulled it out of the bag. This was a super, super drama. Her facial expressions were fantastic. She looked beautiful, I have to say. Um, and uh, yeah, it was a this was a real win for her, and and quite surprising. Like yeah, I agree with you, this one and Willow's performance. So. They just solidify how, for me, those are my top two. And I would be happy if either of them won the whole show. I agree, actually. And there was one shot in this lip sync that everyone's been talking about on social media, which was a close-up of Camden with Bosco in the background. I saw, yeah, I recognise that. that Both times I watched it, I thought, that's a great shot. It is, they're upping their game, finally. It needed to happen. Um, Mm. But Rue tells Bosco, I mean, obviously Bosco loses, Camden stays. But um, Rue tells Bosco, don't give up, which I thought was quite nice and reassuring of her and then as but also i would i wouldn't have i was i would have been like um i wasn't thinking about giving up but now i am thanks beach (laughs) (laughs) and then like you said dia is dia's almost eating a fly backstage and wants to eat eat camden's ass as well she's just horny as all hell Um, exactly she just wants more turd in her mouth (laughs) Diarrhea, um, and then the next maybe maybe she maybe she ate her, maybe she ate her ass before, and then that's that's why the fly was hanging around her chops. Sam, that's disgusting. <laughs> I think you're onto something. That um, <laughs> so the next one is Angeria versus Jasmine, and it's J Lo. Love don't cost a thing. Um, so I thought definitely Jasmine was going to win this one. And to be honest, I think she did win this one. And I didn't agree with the result of this one. Because I didn't think Angeria was that good. Mm. But they can't get rid of Angeria. And they know that. So um, they had to do it this way. I mean, I, I mean, like, Angeria did, like, she's got, she does, it's like on the um, in the Snatch Game, she does pull some great faces that... Um, that are funny and Rue obviously likes the funny face she pulls and she likes Angeria. So it really, really like all, if she'd have, she'd have just had to be really, really shit for this to not be a win for Angeria. Yeah, maybe she did win. I mean, she has presence and she was giving that diva thing. I just thought mm. Love Don't Cost a Thing, it's quite a fast song. I did think it needed a bit more dancing and she was just kind of crouching down a lot. Mm. It wasn't giving me... Mm. I don't know. No one really slayed it. And obviously, Jasmine at this point is just spinning around all over the place. It's just like... <laughs> like, she's got nothing left to give. All she's got left to give is her, is her you know, these moves that are just like, oh, they're crazy. And she's... um. Oh, she, she, I'm like, also, we have to recognise it is quite hard. They, I mean, I know these are all really quite common songs, but, um, I mean, other than Beyonce, but, like, you've got to know every fucking word. Oh, well, I, so, and she I know every word to these songs anyway, so, I mean, they should. And they get given them at the beginning of the season. They wouldn't have just got them the night before. Yeah. They get the, they get them when they get cast for the show. They get, like, an iPod with, like, 30 songs. Uh, yeah. Do they? So they, they should be listening to all these songs every night. And then if you perform badly in the challenge, obviously that doesn't apply to this week because it wasn't a challenge, but, like, the Snatch Game episode, you'd think they would... Then you get on and practice the moves. Yeah, because by that time they know which song it's going to be. So they kind of really start practicing. So we're left with Jasmine yeah. and Bosco. Poor Jasmine has to lip sync for a third time. Actually, Bosco does as well, doesn't she? Yeah. And yes. RuPaul says, whoever leaves tonight is going to hurt. And it's Diana Ross swept away. Oh, I'd never heard this song in my life until Me this moment. Either. Now I live. I didn't really like it that much, to be honest. But... I loved it. But, well, I liked the lip sync. Um, I agree that Bosco won. 
Um, but it was hard to say because they didn't show a lot of Jasmine Kennedy. But, but this was Bosco's best performance. She was sensual. She was sexy. I liked the stripper thing she did. Yep. I mean, do you think, I mean, was this all just um, a ruse to just get rid of Jasmine? But how would it be? Because Jasmine is a good lip syncer. So if they're going to just do a stunt to get rid of her, this would be a bad way to do it. It's actually shocking that Jasmine has left on a lip sync episode. Because she wasn't really that yeah. bad. I mean, I thought the respect one was bad. Not because she was bad, just because it was completely wrong for the song. But she kind of lip-synced well through mm. it all, so it's kind of bad luck that she managed to still end up leaving. What, bad luck for her or for the show? Well, for the show, because she's been, like Dyer, bringing a lot of the drama. But also, they did, she did need to go. She's been just like shit almost in every challenge and her runways. Well, it was going to be, it was going to be like, and I agree with Dyer, Betty, it should have been either Jasmine or uh, Georges and Georges is just such a fantastic performer it was never going to be Georges so there was only one person for it to be really and if it was anybody if it had been anybody else it would have been a real fucking shit show well and thank god Jasmine didn't have the chocolate because that would have been a real chocolate and shit show oh god you imagine oh talking about douching Jesus <laughs> um, it would have just been just a fucking nightmare I mean I'm surprised it wouldn't have to douche after carry lip syncing four times with a chocolate bar in your teeth it's, but um, I just think, uh, even though we know it's not there and it's plastic, but um, yeah, no, I just couldn't. I just couldn't have. I couldn't have bared that because it would have been like another week, another week, and Jasmine saved again. I couldn't. Well, I'm surprised they didn't send her more than one this week. I think, given how many there are, they could have mm. got away with that. And but I think Jasmine is the first ever queen in Drag Race to leave to be eliminated alone on the stage. There's no one else there. Like usually, you have other queens. Oh yeah, because they're all on the stage, aren't they? Oh wait. Oh, no, because they're all in the workroom, so she can't go in and she doesn't even get to write on the wall. I think she did get to see them in Untucked, but again, I didn't watch it because Untucked, you know, is very rarely exciting. God forbid you had, wa- God forbid you had watched uh, Untucked when you can and it's part of the show that we um, that we recap. I know, we should, but it's just so boring. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Some- sometimes it's... Yeah, it is quite boring. I mean, it's 20... It's 20 extra minutes. They had a couple so of good ones this on, year with it? all the contestants coming out as trans. And what, who had an argument? Oh, it was Maddie and Jasmine. Um, so oh, <laughs> Jasmine yeah, leaves yeah. and says, this is just the exit look. And it's like, oh, God, that's, this doesn't even look good. Um, so... Yeah, and it's... <laughs> and she, she was probably imagining she was wearing something different when, um, when she had to say her exit line. Yeah. Um, so... I thought this was a bit underwhelming in the end, this episode, but I did enjoy it. But next week, Moulin Rouge sounds like it's going to be quite an iconic episode. Oh, it's going to be leg-kickingly good. And do you know what I'm (laughs) going to do? Watch Moulin Rouge this week in preparation, because I haven't seen it since I was a teenager, and I'm not a huge fan, I must admit, but I know maybe I'll look at it differently. Well, I'll I'll tell you a little, not a fun fact, but um, much like J-Lo, I was in the cinema watching Moulin Rouge when 9-11 happened. Oh, really? Wow. In Dublin, yeah, and um, so I came obviously out, like my friend You came out? I guess Moulin Rouge would make you do that. (laughs) no, not now, babes. Um, <laughs> my friend was texting me saying, oh my God, this has happened. It's World War Three. Um, saying like 50,000 people have died. Da, 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 da. I mean, and you were like, as many come as that. what like, me. Um, <laughs> I, th- I thought like, do we, should we leave? I was so, we couldn't really, 
concentrate on the end of it. I mean, we did, but it was there was a weird catharsis about watching Moulin Rouge while this was happening. And then we came out and people, oh my God, it was so weird. Like people were like standing around, like um, looking at like, it was, before, it was before we could actually watch, <laughs> it was before you could watch films and the news and stuff on your phone. So people were standing around like radios. They had the radio on in the um, in the foyer and stuff. It was, it was fucking weird, especially straight after seeing Moulin Rouge, which I fucking love. Jayla was cackling in the corner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, thinking, phew, I'm saved. <laughs> Sorry, I love the Jayla story. And I love your Moulin Rouge story. And I love you guys for listening. So thank you. Oh, wait, 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 wait. We've got... Um, a part of my interview <laughs> with Blue Hydrangea, the winner of UK versus the World Drag Race. Way. And Bag of Chips. And you're about to hear it. Along for the ride. Right. Drum roll, please. Now! Oh, click, click. United Queendom. And have you two been watching season 14 of American Drag Race? Uh-huh. What, have you got any opinions, any favourites or anything like that? Um, yeah, I think it's a great season for representation of uh, trans people, which is great. Um, and I think that it's been a really long season, but it's been really good. And I bet you any money, I'm saying it right now, that the winner of this lip sync a perusa thing tomorrow will have the chocolate bar. I just bet you. I bet you any money. I, uh, the, you mean the loser? Oh, the loser, yeah. sorry. Oh, Thingy, whatever. I agree with you. I think they'll be. T- I think they'll eliminate two, and then one will have the chocolate. But w- I think one will have to go at least one because I mean it's getting ridiculous now. I'd love to see one person go at least. I want to <laughs> see someone go home. It's been like three weeks. <laughs> well, thank you both so much for talking to me. United Queen.